In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about using your gifts, so stick around and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. I'm Travis, your host with me today is Pastor James, and we are talking about using your gifts. We have been in our series, Prepared for Purpose, for a few weeks now, and um, if you haven't had a chance to watch Sunday's sermon, you can do so on our YouTube channel, on our website, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Yeah. Um, so, continuing in Romans 12... Mm-hmm. Talking about your gifts, you yeah. know, your dad uh, spoke last Sunday um, about the gifts that are Paul writes out uh, toward later in chapter twelve. Yeah, and so I think it was a great uh, sermon, sort of. Not, I mean, kind of piggybacking out, but really more just continuing that thought of mm-hmm. what does it look like to use our gifts in the church in the right context, which I thought you brought a lot of really great teaching and, and context and. Um, just a lot of clarity around that idea of, you know, when, when God gives us a purpose or God mm-hmm. gives us gifts, um, they're not only meant to produce something, to produce fruit, but they're also really designed to be exercised and used within the context of church and community. Yeah. And so I thought you did a great job. And I wonder before I talk too much. Yeah. I wondered if um, for anyone who's who's watching this or listening to this that may not have heard Sunday Sermon, if you might give just a quick recap. And yeah, sure. Kind of the big idea. Yeah. So uh, Paul comes in Romans chapter 12 and he uh, begins to talk about this idea of gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the I, I love the passage, uh, Romans 12, 3. He says, uh, not to think too highly of yeah. yourself, um, he, you know, specifically in regards to uh, what he was getting ready to speak about. What we talked about, interestingly enough, was that um, Paul's letter to the church at Rome and Paul's letter to the church at Corinth were, uh, were, were it, if not being written simultaneously, they were being written very close in, in context to mm-hmm. one another or in time frame to one another. Um, and they were both dealing with the same thing. And so we, we looked at Romans chapter 3, but to get a, an even better teaching of that, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 12, um, we we flipped over to First Corinthians chapter twelve, yeah. where he's talking about the same thing, and he he begins to lay all of this out. and And there's a couple of things. Um, one, um, the 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 church had kind of elevated certain gifts. They were like these are these are more important than others, and yeah. um, and Paul comes to correct a couple of different things. The first one is that there's there's gifts that are significantly more important than others or, or elevated or gifted people that they were elevating. But the second thing was is that he was emphasizing that the the, the place that these are to be used is within the context of community, with the context yeah. of the church. Yeah. Um and and how um, how we we come together. And so he uses the illustration of a body and he says, look, the, yeah. the body has many members uh, but it's one body, one body, and and they come together. And so uh, he talks about the diversity of the gifts. He's yeah. like, there's there's a lot of different giftings in the midst of this. He talks about uh, he talks about unity. He talks about um, people using those gifts, but he also talks about the way that people uh, at times abuse those gifts. Yeah. And so uh, he gives this beautiful teaching um, on how do we begin to do these things. And so when we talk about purpose, um, certainly. A, a big part of our purpose is walking in the giftings that God has has yeah. given to us. Um, last week, um, again, my my dad uh, preaching one of the 
really valuable things that he said. Um, he says that gifts are given, but fruit is produced. Yeah. And so when we talk about how do we produce the fruit, well, part of it is being in the right environment. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is 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 seeing like how do we how do we use these things in the context for which they're given. So. Yeah, it's weirdly <clears throat> encouraging to me that. Uh, the church back in Paul's day was struggling with this concept and, and truth, this reality mm-hmm. of gifts, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, you know, when we experience confusion about yeah. gifts and, and things like that, it's like, all right, this is nothing new. Like other yeah. people, you know, yeah. Paul had to deal with this too. Um, and, and I think that it's just a, an amazing opportunity to just reveal the truth of scripture and, the, yeah. and reveal the truth of God's design that it's not like, okay, you've got, um, pastors and they're the ones that are kind of responsible for everything. Yeah. Like, no, everybody's got their part to play. And yeah. I remember that being something um, that the Lord revealed to me out of, out of Nehemiah, which mm-hmm. out of one of those um, passages that normally we'd kind of skip over, like all the genealogies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they're talking about all of the different families that helped build the wall, you mm-hmm. know, so and so and their family built this gate, so and so and this family built this part of the wall, so and so, you know, and it, I just remember the Lord speaking to me, everybody's got their part. Yeah. Everybody's got their place. And it doesn't matter, you know, if we put the value of, you know, oh, this part's more significant or that mm-hmm. part's more significant or whatever. No, no, it's all important. Yeah. It's all necessary. Um, and so it, it's just, uh, to me, this is such um, an important truth to be talking about, yeah. um, but just a really cool one, really, because mm-hmm. I think that's when you see the church really operating um, in its best is when people yeah. are learning, discovering, and then operating in who God called them to be, um, and, and and to see them, you know, released into ministry. Uh, to me, I think that's just where the church really shines. Instead yeah. of saying, "Oh, well, that's you know the the pastor's job or, or you know the teacher's job or the, or the yeah. whatever," you know, relying on that. Um, you know, I think one of your main points was talking about diversity, mm-hmm. bringing diversity to the Bible or to the body. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and and so I, I kind of like to go back to the basic fundamental question of why. And and if you had to say why would you say diversity is so important to the Lord? Well, yeah, because we're not all good at the same thing, and and yeah. and we're we're better. We're better when we all bring our strengths to the table, yeah. and 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 I think that what happens a lot of times is that we we tend to see people through the lens of our own strengths, and so we look at it and we're like, well, um, we're very quick to judge people where we're strong. Yeah. So we look at our life and we're like, well, I don't have a problem with that, and look at what they're doing. Yeah. And and. And, and again, what, what strengthens the whole is the diversity of these gifts. Like, we all get to come together with these things that we're really gifted at. Yeah. And, and if we allow fruit to be produced in that, mm-hmm. what it does is it, 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 it strengthens and enriches the whole. And so we're not out there functioning on our own. And, yeah. and I think that's the problem a, a lot of times in our society is that we, we, want to, we want to kind of build everybody into their own cul-de-sac. And we're like, well, you're over here and this is yours and, you know, to each their own and, and live and let live and, and all of these different things. Diversity was not given to the church uh, for the sake of of autonomy, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't this. Here's your gift. Now go and go and be autonomous in your gifting. It was given for the sake of unity, right? That each of these pieces would actually come and fit together to make a whole. And so, if 
it, you know, one of the things I said yesterday is that we have we have mistaken um, unity for uniformity. Yeah, yeah. And so there's this idea like we've all got to be the same. We all need to be strong in these yeah. areas. We all need to do this. And I look around and I'm like, man, I'm really thankful for the people that that are strong where I'm weak. Right. Because what it does is it allows us to be strong in both of those areas. We're mm-hmm. going to lean into where I'm really good at and we're going to lean into what you're really good at and we're going to find some other gaps and we're going to be like, man, you're really good at this. We need you to be a part of this. And, and as we do that, it strengthens the whole, the whole thing. So I think that's why diversity is so, is so valuable um, to us is that it brings um, a new layer and a new aspect um, to what we're, what we're doing. Yeah. And I think the more that you grow, um, in your in your relationship with the Lord and your understanding of Scripture, mm-hmm. you just start to see that God is a diverse God. Like, I mean, yeah. look at all of creation and all of the different kinds of plants and animals and yeah. stuff that are out there. Um, and and you just begin to see that, like, no, diversity is important to, to yeah. God. And and it, there's a lot of reasons I think that can be made for the importance of diversity. But one of those that I think about is you know us being human and in our fall in nature, I think if it wasn't for diversity, it would be really easy to fall into this trap of pride mm. and saying, you know, oh, well, I don't need so-and-so, I don't need yeah. that person, or I don't need this gift, you know, or, you know, worst case scenario, like I'm God's gift to the church, you yeah. know, and, and to start operating in that. And I think that could be really damaging and, and detrimental. And like you said, um, you know, it, we need what somebody else has. Yeah. We need that that little piece of God that he has put in in somebody else to to really yeah. bring the church together. Otherwise we're missing out. Yeah. Um we really are missing out. And so it, it's I think it's just another way it also highlights for me the the danger uh and the detriment of like the comparison game. Mm-hmm. And that's really prevalent, you know, in, in our culture today when we when we look at, you know, someone's economic status or their physical appearance or yeah. their whatever. Like we see that today. But I think that there's also this element of, well, I don't look like my gifting doesn't look like so and so's gifting. Yeah. So maybe I'm not as important. Yeah, and that's the that's the comparison, or that's the kind of the two sided coin that Paul yeah. brings about in First Corinthians chapter twelve. He's looking at the bottom, and and so he he kind of brings up these two issues: uh, the, the 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 body, um, you know, again talking about the body, and on one side he says, well, because I'm not a I'm not an eye, or I'm not mm-hmm. a hand, or I'm not an ear, then I'm not a part of the body. And he right. says, no, no, no. Every part, whether it's visible, whether it's out in front, whether it's recognizable, all of these things, every part is a yeah. part of the body. He says, just because just because it says I'm not a part, it doesn't make it any less a part. And then he flips the coin, and he says, now, there's some that say, I don't have need of you. You know, if, if the eye says to the, 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 I can't remember what it was, the, the foot or something, that I have no need of you. Yeah. You know, and so there's there's some that we look at, and we've got people that are on both sides. They're like, I don't really feel like I have anything to offer. And there's other people that are like, No, you need to be more like me. Sure. And Paul is saying it's not any of those things. And and I think that what you were saying is that when when we look at other people and we say, Man, I really need that person in yeah. my life. I think it's also important for us to look at our own life and go, Man, I really have something that they could benefit from true, too. True. That that we see, look, God has put just as much value into each and every one of our lives that we are a we are a, 
an, an integral part of what God is wanting to do in his kingdom. And too often, I think that we sell ourselves short on that yeah. because our gift doesn't look like somebody else's gift. And and again, what, what becomes so attractive about someone else's gifting is when they're walking in that gifting, mm-hmm. we have to remember that this is this is the the gift was given to them by God. Yeah. The the fruit that comes about is when we allow the Holy Spirit to use that gift for his glory and it draws attention to it. And so we see that in other people and then we recogn- we 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 miss the fact that it's like, well wait a second, if I if I would submit the things that mm-hmm. God has gifted me in to the Lord, the fruit yeah. that will come about will become attractive to other people. Right. That's what that's what draws us to a fruit tree. Like we go to it and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. look, there's yeah. this. I get to pull from it. Yeah. Uh, we see trees all the time. They may be beautiful, but yeah. there's not anything that we're looking at them um, and going, man, I really, I really want what they have. And 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 that's what becomes so attractive about fruit uh, yeah. in our life. Well, and that's what the Bible talks about when it says everything is fitted mm-hmm. together, working, you know, as a whole. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was funny that you talked about, you know, if your foot ever starts talking <laughs> to you, you should probably call somebody. <laughs> and I got to think, what is the appendix saying? <laughs> um, one last thing. I know we're starting to, to get a little bit long in this episode, but... Um, one thing that I thought was really valuable that you sh- that you um, shared, and I-, I wondered if you would just maybe talk a little bit more about it, is you said um, we can't have transformation with just information alone. Mm, why? Yeah. Why is that? Or you know what? What's that all about? Can you maybe yeah. talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So a couple of scriptures that are important to this. Psalm one uh, one thirty three verse one. Uh, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell when brethren dwell together in unity. In unity. Um, there's there's another passage says as iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. so one man sharpens the countenance of another. There is there is accountability within community. There should be accountability right. within community. We we should be holding each other to a higher standard. We should be looking at each other's life, and when we begin to see things, we should be reaching out to one another, and going, "Hey, man, I see, I see, I see some trends in your life that." That I'm concerned about. What's What's interesting, and and I just kind of put this as a as a side. First um, Corinthians 12 talks all about these giftings. He talks about the body. He talks about all of these things. He gets all the way to the end, and and he finishes First Corinthians chapter 12. The last verse finishes with, "But I will show you a more excellent way." First mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 13 verse one goes into that beautiful discourse through First Corinthians chapter 13 about love, right? And about about love being the motivation of these things, and so when when we begin to understand that, love really does define should define yeah. our relationships to one another. So that when we go to one another and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, man, I, I see I see this area in your life that's slipping," I'm going because I love you. Yeah, um, I, I heard a a friend said the other day. He was he's a he, he's a business owner and and he was dealing with some employees but but it's a it's a Christian run business and and he says I was allowing I was allowing some of my employees to get away with things that I would never allow in my home mm. and his comment was I recognized that the problem the, the the problem was that I didn't love those employees as much as I love my own kids. Wow. And so he says, I needed to love them more so that I could be honest with them yeah. about things. And, mm. and I think that that's, I was like, man, well that, that, what, a, what a revolutionary statement. Yeah. That a lot of times I avoid 
I avoid dealing with things in other people's life, not because it's hard, but because I don't love them enough. Mm. And to really allow, like the the Bible says, those whom the those whom the Father loves, He disciplines. Right. And 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 I'm not saying that you know we go and discipline one another, but we we should go to one another sure. in love and be like, hey man, I see these things in your life, and so. I think that when we talk about transformation, transformation is is allowing God to change something in me. That that I I must decrease so that He can increase, right. and and transformation takes place best in community when other yeah. people are able to look at things and go, "Hey, man, there's this area of your life that that I don't think it's honoring to the Lord," mm. and so let's us now walk together to become more like Him. Yeah. Uh, in this area. And I think that really flips the script, right? Yeah. When you hold up that filter of love yeah, and you hold up that lens, if you will, and saying, am I viewing people through love? It really should cause us to, to think, okay, it's worth it to have that hard conversation yeah, because I love them too much to leave them in whatever, you know, fill yeah. in the blank or um, you know, you talked about discipline, right? If yeah. I'm if I'm prone to being very harsh with people, it should cause us to think because I love them, I still you know, they still need to share the truth. That's mm-hmm. still important, but yeah. I need to make sure that I'm not just like ready to hound someone. I'm yeah. I'm doing it in love. And you know, Paul writes in the New Testament, excuse me, you know, knowledge puffs up. Yeah. Love builds up. And yeah. so there, you know, when you add love as as the core ingredient into this mix, it it really does become about edifying the uh, your fellow believers, your brother, your sister in Christ, mm-hmm. and the church. And the church yeah. is edified. I mean, when you really say love is at the core of everything we do, that's when, you know, the the good stuff really starts. And like you said, it's transformation. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it, it's it's not just, oh, so-and-so is teaching yeah. me and I'm gaining knowledge about something. Yeah. Those that's things the are goal. In, good, information, yeah. information only has the ability to change my actions. Yep. It, it doesn't have the ability to change my heart. Yeah. Transformation is what's going to change my heart. Yeah, and that's what Paul talks about, right? Becoming yeah. a new person. That's right. right. I mean, yeah. information can only take you so far. To do, not, do not be conformed, mm-hmm. but be transformed exactly. by the renewing of your mind. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go. Well, thanks so yeah. much for taking some time out of your day, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of this episode, and if you did, please let us know. You can drop us a comment. You can send us a message, an email, um, podcast at freedomnb.org. Um, we would just love to hear from you. Um, if you haven't had a chance to hit the subscribe button, we just encourage you to do that. We'd love to um, notify you every time new episodes are posted or we bring you fresh content, you know, whatever the case might be. Uh, we just love to stay in touch with you. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week.